Have you ever thought about who fills your cup? What, how you're fueling yourself to keep going, especially during those hard times. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. Uh, in leadership, I think I've had to spend a lot more time thinking about my fuel consumption and remaining fuel in this job, in the past jobs. Uh, and uh, before I start, I'm going to kind of tell a story of a trip I was on with one of my staff. He ran the fitness center and uh, I was his director. So we went on a trip to Texas and I quickly picked up the Texas slang, which is pretty easy for me. I'm a ranch kid. So I was talking like a Texan and I was really enjoying it. And we were having a ton of fun at this conference. And he was, we were in, we shared a hotel room. So we were in beds next to each other. And uh, when he turned the lights out, I like lobbed a pillow as high as I could to see if I could hit him. And uh, he never had kids. He was about my age or a little older than me. And he was by the end of this trip, and I, sorry, I didn't lob the pillows all night. I just did it a few times and we went and did all these fun things. The whole time we were in Texas, we were doing all sorts of stuff. We went to Nashville. We did all this stuff. Anyways, it was a great trip. And on the last day, here I am still bouncing off the walls by the last day. I was, I was actually getting better sleeps than I ever got at home with three kids. So I was very highly energized. Um, and uh, we we got into this. We were trying to book. We were trying to get a cab to get back to the airport, and we thought we had enough time. But there was no cabs available. But there was this huge limo sitting there, and I was like, mm, "I wonder." There's people standing everywhere. We're all waiting for a cab. There doesn't seem like there was any showing up. So I talked to the limo driver, and I was I started negotiating with him, and I was like, "Who's in?" And I got everyone all riled up, and we filled this limo with people. And I thought I had negotiated 20 bucks a person. When we when we showed up, he was like 200 bucks a person, but I got him back to 20, so we were good. But we got in this limo and we all piled in and uh, I was saying, how are y'all doing and all this stuff. And, and people, this lady was like, man, this guy's a morning person. And my... <laughs> My friend and staff looked over at her and he looked exhausted. That was the moment I realized he was super exhausted. And he's like, he's an all the time person. <laughs> so it was kind of a funny situation. I just remember it so well. Um, and uh, now he's had kids. So I think, I don't know if his energy, quota, I don't know if he's getting used to having less sleep and kind of going harder at life with more interruptions, but uh, his life has definitely changed. And uh, I really appreciate this person. So we've we've always kind of stayed good friends, even as we were, as, even as he worked for me, uh, <clears throat> which is not uncommon. I've found it was something a decision I had to make early whether I was going to stay friends with my employees, and I, I chose to, and I'm really thankful I did. Uh, so, anyways, we what happens? Uh, what happened actually a, a couple years later was I was I was working really hard on my master's program. And I went through, uh, I, I went through all of the first year and three quarters and I just had the final project to do. 
I'd picked my leader for the project and I wasn't sure if this was going to work out. I didn't quite read the situation as well as I thought I did. And I, I, I was exhausted. I, for the first time in my life, my unending energy tank, the all the time person ran out of juice. And I was on another trip. I, I, I can't remember where it was somewhere in the United States. And, uh, I got, I, I just finished my project. I pulled two all-nighters to finish my project because my job was so busy and I didn't really have time. And then I, I still wanted to give time to my family. So I was, I was stretching myself on all sides of the clock and I ended up getting a rash on my shoulder and I like reached up and when I pushed on it, it hurt like mad. And I knew at that moment I had shingles. I just, I don't know why I just knew it. So here I am, I, in the U.S., not on my own health plan. I call the health provider. I find a cab and I figured out if I go to a pharmacy, you might be able to get a prescription without having to go to a doctor. So figured it all out, got my prescription for shingles, got back to the, uh, to the hotel and I just collapsed and I slept and slept and slept. I'd, I'd get up and try and find the people cleaning the room, <laughs> just take more water from them and then run back into my hotel. And, uh, the person I was staying with on this trip, there was water bottles everywhere in the room. Uh, if there were alcohol, he'd have a lot of questions, but it was definitely water. And we were going through this. Uh, I, I was, I was going through this crash that I have never experienced in my entire life. I still have a lot of energy today and I, I do so many different things, but at this point I completely burned out and I'd never done that before. So I went back and uh, I'd had shingles. I'd even told the dean that I had shingles. And then two weeks before my final residency, and I was trying to just get recovered, my dean walked me into an office and and promoted me on the spot to a, a senior role, a senior director role. So not only was I going to direct the three operations that I was leading, I was now going to also oversee three pretty large operations. They combined all equal the same size as the ones I was already running. So it's quite a bit of work. And I, um, maybe looking back, I probably should have said no. At that point, I was thinking of my team. And I was thinking, if I don't take this, somebody else might, and it might really hurt our department. Uh, so I thought I'm going to do it. And I really, honestly, I didn't have much time. I was called in the morning and the announcement was already made. And everybody went into a meeting an hour and a half later, and it was announced that I had this role. So I quite legitimately had no time available at that at in that moment. So anyways, I take this role and keep pushing forward with all that I had left. You know, I just had our third kid. Um, we were renovating our house. We had five rental properties. I had I'd bitten off way more than I can chew. And then I talked to somebody that I really cared about and respected. And uh, she told me that uh, she didn't really relate well to any quitters. And I'm sitting here like, I'm not really a quitter here, but I was completely burned out. And uh, that was actually in my life, the first time that I have ever, ever learned how to quit. It was the first time I had ever learned that at some points in your life, you, you don't always have to take it. You've got to sometimes leave it. You've got to quit. Even if you think it's the best thing for your team to do something, 
you got to quit. And learning to do that has been one of the hardest, but one of the best lessons of my life. So yes to that person. I am a quitter. I'm a pretty selective quitter. I, I had to learn it the hard way, but it's one of the best lessons I've learned. So back to the beginning of this, I was talking about the importance of, of managing your energy and how you, how you get it and how you use it. Um, and I, I just wanted to say that I listened to Rick Hillier speak one time. And he said that your job is to use the energy of your team whenever you need it. When they're ready to go, you use their energy. And then when they're not, when things are hard, when everybody wants to quit, which I can tell you during COVID, there was a lot of people that just wanted to give up and quit. Um, thankfully, very few on our team, very few in our community. Our community is very strong. But there was a lot of people who just wanted to kind of just give up. Those are the times as a leader, you've got to ha- make sure you have the energy in reserves to to lead forward, to take those steps that hurt the most. Because if you can take those steps, you have to take way less steps at all the other times. If your team can count on you during the hardest times, they will carry you for the rest of the times. So think about that in your role as you're leading. And really, if if you're a person like me and you got like unlimited energy, and I'm kind of back to unlimited energy, I just celebrated our four, my 40th birthday and we went paintballing. I got 31 welts and I was running all over that field. Like I, that's just kind of who I am. And we had this cool amount of tons of people uh, visited during this time. And yes, we're allowed in our province to do this. So uh it was, it was such a cool event and I still have a lot of energy, but what I've learned is to be more cognizant of it and to leverage the people around me and the teams around me to make sure that I never run out again. I don't ever want to be in that position again and nor, nor should anybody. It was terrible. So when we're going back to the intro here and thinking about who fills your cup, the, it doesn't matter if you have strong faith. It doesn't matter if you have, uh, lots of possessions, great diet, great exercise plan, all of these things, they all start with you. You've been given choice in your life to do what you want with it. And you are the only one that fills your cup. You choose your faith, you choose your actions and your diet, all of these things. So you are the only one that fills your cup. And the better you get at realizing that, the much better control you have of your energy source and your ability to lead when your team needs you the most. You see, when you can lead at the hardest times of your organization, your staff will lead the rest of the times. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com. 